0: That's okay. would you call me?
1: You know how I know there's
2: no God? It's time for the intellectual saviors. With
3: your hosts, Michael.
0: So if they're wearing short skirts and fuck me pumps, it, they're an excuse from the law. You can still just bang the shit out of them. You don't have to get consent. Eric. Don't have to think for myself. I love it.
2: All I have to do is eat and poop and sleep
0: box.
1: When I'm all alone, oh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> my bad, when I'm paranoid, I'll be big fucking shit, cocking. I told you guys this was gonna suck balls.
3: There are three guys who are fighting the good fight, if your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone.
2: Welcome to
0: the intellectual saviors. No. I am one of your hosts, no. Eric. No, we're supposed to do it next week. I want to do the fucking rock opera next week.
1: And I'm
0: Bugs.
1: And I'm Michael. I feel like I just like blew the microphone up. I'm sorry for that. You did I just My No bad. shit dude, I'm
0: just watching the register over there That's when everybody it's Just a giant
1: white spot on Eric's screen Everybody hmm.
0: just fucking lost their hearing What a dick
1: Huh? Speaking of which
0: What? I was Never mind it doesn't matter So anyway Boggs finally did something for the show So we've got an interview coming up with uh, Max Davidson The director of um, Normal for the Dallas-Fort Worth area Which is the largest chapter of Normal So we've heard so, Boggs did that, so that's going to be some fine work. My, warp. my, my. Yeah.
2: Quite a large chapter you have there.
0: It's a mighty big one.
1: Well, I've never seen such a big chapter before.
2: Please, oh, yeah. treat me gentle with
1: your big chapter. It's, it's three-ply paper. Uh, what? What? Nothing. <laughs> I made a book joke. Anyway, so, how you guys doing this week? I was Don't doing doing fucking good up shake until your head. <laughs> wow. Uh, do you have a lighter? You want to light the candle? No, I have matches. Oh, duh. I don't, were those yours? No.
0: Yeah. Oh. Are we doing the show by candlelight again?
1: Yes. I guess so. Also, I'm gonna eat, so I kind of want candles because
0: we need to turn all the lights out and do it and hold hands. Damn, him that in.
1: smells good. Um,
0: I just farted. What? I don't know. What the, what the hell's going on right now?
1: I don't even. Know. <laughs> I don't know either. God damn. Has it. the show started yet? <laughs> I think. I think so.
0: Oh. Hot. Okay. Well, then. Uh, Hey, everybody. This burns. <laughs> Son of a bitch, that hurts so bad. <laughs> what a dickhead. You don't know how to light a match? No, you it, don't know how was, to light a fucking
2: uh, It didn't light,
0: dude. Candle. Shut up. Oh, Jesus Christ. <clears> Turn <throat> the fucking thing towards you, numbnuts. Oh, my God. Why Why do we not video the
1: show and put it up? I don't know. This, this is a terrible idea. I'm done.
0: Totally, so kids?
1: I tried. I tried really hard.
0: Before we get started, I'll go ahead and plug us plug us real Eric's hard like sure you're to gonna plug us. us be sure to follow us on twitter at the intel saviors we're on facebook as well be sure to go to itunes and uh, subscribe to our channel download our shit rate comment we appreciate it and if you want to buy some swag go to redbubble.com and then take a picture of yourself wearing nothing but whatever you buy unless you buy like bump well now that'd be great too there's like stickers and stuff put those on your nips and then take a picture and send that to us that'd be kick ass um but otherwise so anyway I don't know what the fuck's going on. Boggs just got walked off after He's he couldn't light the food. candle.
1: Oh, my God. It's
0: always about something else with him. Not about the show. Show's so unimportant.
1: Not true. If it were unimportant, I would not have the DFW normal guy, Max Davidson, <clears throat> on today. I wanted. I do want to
0: say before we even play the fucking thing, although I'll say it again, is... Uh, Audio quality may be a little shaky on this. <laughs> I'm just going to warn you. We, man, yeah, I don't,
1: his, Skype he, is... Well,
2: I, I don't think this is... Well, yeah, it's kind of Skype. But uh, he, like he said before we started the interview, his computer wasn't working properly, so... He had to do it
1: over the phone.
0: Julia Sweeney did it over the phone.
1: Well, then his provider sucks.
0: Sounded fantastic with her.
1: And to be fair, Julia Sweeney probably does make way more money than he does. What the hell does that have to do do with anything? anything? She can buy better service. Oh, my God. Also, she's like way older than he is, so no one else is using her. Go to your your cell phone carrier
2: carrier provider and be like, hey, I've got more money. What kind of better service will you give me? And be like, uh... We have this unlimited package <laughs> where you get unlimited data.
1: Which is what everybody else gets. Is so that you getting at? The I sl- don't know the Yeah. Do you think she walked I, in and
0: said, I'm Pat, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> give me the best service you got. No, she went in as Pat.
0: <laughs> ah, yes.
2: And then kept asking
0: people, what? <laughs> Can I get service? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, be sure to go back and check out that episode, with Julie. a great
1: episode. Yeah, it was a good one. That was a good one. She was a delight.
0: <laughs> she was a delight. I'm she like your dumbass. Whoa, man.
1: Why? Why, why to the hostility? I'm just, I'm just trying on the hostility because I think it's fun. Fuck you, Michael. We're
0: going into the holiday season. Can we not fucking be a little bit nicer to each other? You now? know, I do
1: actually have to admit I love you. Well, thanks, buddy. I love you too. So, as a doormat, you fucking cunt.
0: <sighs> You know, don't...
1: I, I think it's time for me to start drinking. Don't come, <laughs> o-
0: don't come over to my fucking house on Halloween because you're not getting any candy from me. You know what's funny? I like, haven't
1: done that in like 10 years.
0: The whole Halloween thing is awesome.
1: Like, we've done... are you going to give them an apple that's got a razor blade in it?
0: <laughs> a piece of candy. I've Does injected. the razor blade
1: have AIDS like the little gay... Uh, AIDS? Yeah, the little rings that the the gays in San Francisco had—they were just cutting people with it. <laughs> you just got an apple with a razor blade and AIDS on AIDS it. The AIDS ring? No,
0: it's not like that, Pat Robertson. It's a. Uh, although that's a good idea, I'm gonna inject them with the fucking AIDS. I'm gonna be It's like, hey, um, look, this son of a bit. Well, apples suck anyway because kids aren't gonna eat apples. They're gonna toss that. You gotta like shoot it into like a bit of honey or something like that. You know, put it in some candy.
2: I'm just saying, wasn't that like one of the fears?
0: Yeah, man, when I was a kid... Well, like, first of all, like nobody does the trick-or-treating hardly anymore. When I was a kid, you know, go and then you started hearing the stories about the... You know, oh, someone's going to put razor blades in the candy or they're going to inject it with something. And I think that, like, one fucking time ever has that really happened where somebody did something like that. Yeah,
2: now they have to... Kids get the wonderful pleasure of going to a mall for trick-or-treating.
0: Or churches do it a lot, which I think's hysterical because they're fucking... Well, I don't know. I I read the other day though. Kirk Cameron reminded me that the that the pagans stole uh, Halloween from the Christians. It was actually a Christian thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's on some religious. What Kirk Cameron was saying that
2: Christianity was not the beginning. You fucking idiots. I know Christianity we, is like way way late
0: compared yeah. to everything else. And if you go back a couple of years and find our first Halloween show, we documented all of that.
2: We're not gonna Why do it again they though. Always think it's like about them. Sorry, uh, you're fucking behind the times. It's like
0: Christmas. Every holiday is a Christian holiday. After they Yeah, after took they it. stole it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they
2: stole the fucking holidays.
0: But it's real funny. Like you know, I've been reading on uh I, I don't know I usually don't get on my Facebook. I only do like the show Facebook. But I've looked at mine more recently. I don't post anything on it but I will read through people's stuff because again, like like nobody knows this by now, but we're in Texas, so of course, you know, it's a really Christian conservative area. So a lot of the people i've got on like high school friends or whatever you know they i'll, I'll read some of their shit sometimes it's so ridiculous the shit they post and i saw at least a half a dozen posts where people already talking about how they are not going to celebrate halloween or they don't let their kids go trick-or-treating or dress up or anything because it's you know against the church or all this shit and it's like dude fucking most churches do like a halloween thing that's like a th- it's like you're saying about going to the mall fucking churches do that now there's a lot of them. The over where I used to live, my old house and stuff. There's a church like literally three blocks from me, and they had a big Halloween thing every year yeah. where they'd come and they'd like people would pop their trunks instead, and the kid they'd go from like car to car to trick or treat instead of doing the house thing. I
2: mean, and, I remember growing up. That's kind of that's sad. My yeah. church, sad thing. my church had like haunted houses and stuff like that. Yes. And now it's like all the churches are. We don't do Halloween sure so then they like do a some bunch of them still do though because a bunch of them don't actually give a shit on about that day that. or whatever and i
1: don't know if you guys you know another criticism that's a little more intellectual and probably a bit more specific is have, have you noticed that a lot of religious people have no sense of history
2: yes cause they have no they, sense of. if history. they read into history they'd realize that their religion is bullshit and they had to give it up so they would rather not know
0: I mean, do We've they cover
2: think... this many times? Knowledge to them is an evil thing. It's a sin. It's in their book. Eve ate from the tree of knowledge and True was that. banished. <laughs> if you're smart, that's evil.
0: <laughs> I like, um, I, I did put this out on the social media, but. I saw this story today, and I don't know if you guys had read it when I stuck out there, about the Pope coming out and saying his thing about, you know, that Christians should believe in evolution, the Big Bang now.
2: Yes, that God's not a magician. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. He's not a magician, but he walked on water.
0: The, well, that was Jesus, which was the Jesus Son of God. was God. Which is God.
2: We've been over this. I'm so
0: confused again. <laughs> this makes my head hurt every time.
2: But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But Jesus came back from the dead. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like one of the greatest magic tricks I could ever see in my life.
0: Houdini never was able to do that.
2: So I really don't see how that's any different from, you know, just creating everything and not having evolution.
0: Well, I love the fact that, well, this is fun because I'll just read you some of the things he said. Now, he was doing this thing in front of a Vatican gathering. And basically what he said was, you know, that uh, Big Bang and evolution are essential Like, to be able to understand God, you need to believe these things, which...
2: That even makes less sense.
0: No, 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 because here's what he said. um, I'll just read a couple of these quotes, and then you tell me where he's going with this. When we read about creation in Genesis, we run the risk of imagining God was a magician with a magic wand, able to do everything, but that is not so. He created human beings and let them develop according to the internal laws that he gave each one so they would reach their fulfillment. He gave autonomy to the beings of the universe at the same time at which he assured them his continuous presence, giving being to every reality. And so creation continued for centuries and centuries, millennia and millennia, until it became which we know today.
2: So he's saying God's an alien?
0: No, I think what he's saying is... And planted God created Earth, like in Earth. Genesis and everything, or basically, like he... Created everything, but then there hasn't been evolution because that's the way he set it up for man, like, to evolve themselves. Like, so, he put everything in motion, but then all this evolution, everything, it's basically intelligent design is what he's fucking subscribing to now. That's like the new Catherine Doctor and all of a sudden, like, before it was like, ooh, that's voodoo, that fucking whole, you know, evolution, that's not real, you know, fucking creationist, Ugh. Now it's
3: but
2: eh, it's true. But if God can't do everything, then why worship him?
0: But he did do everything. He put no, everything no, in no, motion. No, that's not what dude. he said.
2: Read it again. Read <gasps> it again.
0: That's exactly what he said, dude. He created human beings and no, let them... No, no.
2: The beginning. The beginning.
0: What? When we read about creation in Genesis, we run the risk of imagining God was a magician with a magic wand, able to do everything, but that is not there so. There you go.
2: Right there. He's saying that God can't do everything.
0: Yeah, you're right. God fucking sucks.
2: So why worship him <laughs> if he can't do everything, if he is not that powerful? Isn't that
0: the whole thing like where we have free will? Like we we were created by God, so we have free will, but yet our lives are already predetermined by
2: God. Yeah, because as, <laughs> as a pastor once told me, God perceives time like we would view a, a time scale, like a timeline. Yeah. So he knows the future, he knows the past, he knows the present. And it's like, well, if he already knows that and he already knows what I'm going to do, how do I have free will? Well, it's because he let you choose that. But if it's already chosen for me, then how is that my free will? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, if you try and put anything into a rational way of thinking about it, then it pretty much... (laughs) fails and
2: crumbles. That's the whole fucking God hypothesis in... You know, how it just crumbles anytime you put it to the test.
0: I do like this, though. He he did say that it's a grave sin against God the Creator to destroy the environment, and scientists hold a special responsibility to protect God's creation.
1: Good luck with that.
0: It's like, hey, asshole, you might want to tell your own fucking people that, because it's like our Congress... All the Christians in it are like, yeah, global warming's not real. God wants fucking us to rape the fucking world of all of its resources. Yeah,
2: I saw a, um, I saw a, a, uh, political ad, uh, for, uh, who, who are the fucking dickheads that are running? What, here in Texas? For, uh, it's Tell that, that one chick. In. Wendy Davis is and running
0: as Democrat here. Who's her, uh, Greg
2: Abbott? I think it was a Greg Abbott one, and it was like, Talking about Wendy Davis and how she supports Obama and she supports Obamacare. And then it said she supports yeah. the EPA. Yeah, that's a bad thing. It's like, wh- huh? So she supports EPA regulation. <laughs> how How is that a bad thing? Like they were talking like it was a
0: bad thing. I'm like,
2: Environmental it, it
0: Protection Agency? It is. You know why? Because... With EPA regulation, they can't just frack the fuck out of everything like, hey, and destroy you our water you fucking stupid
2: and... assholes. Do you realize that we don't have anything if we don't have an environment. We have to have an environment to actually live.
0: Well, the Pope seems to believe that, so... What the fuck is wrong with people? I couldn't believe that that was a negative. <laughs> uh, Pope Frank, man. Dude, something else. What you think, fool? What you All think, chompy?
2: All these fancy scientists trying to tell me that I need something called H... To owe
0: to fucking live. (laughs) Wendy Davis wants your kids to drink clean water. What a whore. (laughs) Let's hang that cunt.
2: Wendy Davis has boobs and a vagina. You really want that in office? Gross.
0: You want her running the government or you want her in the kitchen making your sandwich? (laughs) You fucking decide. (laughs) Oh, what a bunch of dicks. God damn it. What's wrong with people? Well, get ready for Greg Abbott as her next governor. Yep. So that's uh, gonna happen. Yay, it's going to happen, and I'm gonna
1: tell you what, Texas. Th- nothing's gonna change. That's actually why I want to vote for Wendy. I don't know that I agree with everything she does economically, but she will change social stuff. She'll push social things through the She'll push through legislation. Still have I a, was
2: about to say it's not gonna go anywhere, but she can try.
0: It's still um, yeah, I was going to say, it's still, uh, you know, two-thirds red fucking Congress she's got to put through. It's no different than, like, Obama being president right now. It's like, it doesn't matter what the fuck he wants to get done. The Republicans run the House, nothing's yeah. going to get done. We'll do a little bit of election talk at the end. I don't. I got a little bit of stuff I just want to kind of rant about. I guess
2: we want to go into the uh, interview right now. Rap meow.
0: Yeah, I think so. Would you guys have something there? Fucking munchy, munchy meal? Fucking eating into the fucking mic while we're doing a goddamn show? Huh? Oh, I hate you anyway all right well here's our interview with uh max davidson of normal enjoy go get some
1: okay so here we are guys we're here with uh dfw normal representative max davidson and max i just want to ask you a couple of questions about your cause uh stuff about the organization and about you so with that in mind tell us about you both professionally and uh and uh sexually
3: (laughs) uh so I am the owner of a couple of companies. I own the Daily Chronic, which is one of the largest marijuana news websites in the country. And I also own KindClicks, which is a marijuana advertising and marketing firm. Uh, I provide advertising, digital, and audio advertisement to companies that are trying to reach cannabis consumers. And I served uh, – I ran the state chapter of Normal, New Jersey. I passed law. To expand the program, there I was featured in Weed Two, the documentary on CNN by Sanjay Gupta. Uh, I helped ambush Governor Christie with uh, several patients, parents of children who were who are trying to get access to medical marijuana for their children in New Jersey. And then I came back to Texas at uh, the end of 2013, and I joined the board of DFW Normal as the legislative coordinator, and I now serve as director of operations. For DFW Normal, which is the largest chapter in the country with over a uh, thousand dues-paying members.
1: Wow! So you're a busy man.
3: Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> never dull.
1: Yeah, I know. So which uh, which is your favorite project? Did you really love getting into uh, to Christie there?
3: I hate Chris Christie. <laughs> I I, I, watched, I washed my hands after I shook his hand.
1: Wow so that's a, uh
3: that's pretty extreme the man is a heartless yeah he didn't he only reason he signed that bill is because we made him look inhuman and he needed it was an election season the the greatest thing i think i've done to date is actually uh ambushing tan uh tan parker excuse me uh, Dan Patrick and Senator Jane Nelson, two senators who have been ignoring uh, families with children suffering from seizure disorders here in Texas. And I showed up at a fundraiser, and I had them with their jaw on the ground.
1: I, I have to admit, that's actually really impressive. I like that. Especially here in Texas, that does kind of come up a lot where Republicans are very... I don't know, fake about the family, I guess, is a good way to put it, where they, you know, this is obviously a big family value or a moral value to them to to have illegalization. legalization. So I guess the, the first question I have is not really a question. It's just kind of make your case for, you know, especially for medicinal purposes, why this should be a legal drug. And if you would expand this to other drugs, we'll talk about in a second.
3: All right. So medical marijuana has been around for thousands of years it was actually in the United States, uh pharmacopoeia encyclopedia up until I – mean, it started in 1851 and went up until 1942 when uh, – or 1937. It was still in the pharmacopoeia for a couple more years as a medicine, and the Marijuana Tax Act is what actually made it illegal. Um, there is so many medical benefits to it. Are uh, The United States of America owns several patents. On marijuana as medicine they own a patent on it as a neuroprotectant and antioxidant as a treatment for cancer uh, uh, cancer AIDS Parkinson's disease neurological neurological dis- disorders and they also own a patent on it and the use of phytocannabinoids <laughs> cannabinoids in the treatment of cancer not treating the symptoms of chemotherapy and radiation but actually killing the cancer cells through a process called aptosis, programmed cell death. There is, God knows how much information on the medical benefits. I myself am a medical patient. I qualified for medical marijuana in the state of New Jersey. You have to be dying, basically. Uh, it helps lots of anti, uh, not anti excuse me, uh, autoimmune diseases like rheumatism, lupus, Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease is a big one. I know of a veteran that I uh, consider a very close friend of mine and his doctor told him without marijuana you'd be dead right now because without marijuana he can't stomach food he can't keep food down he can't keep himself off the toilet he can't keep himself from dehydrating himself the the case for medical marijuana is a pro-life case people in Texas like to say that they're pro-life if you want to be pro-life There is no more pro-life issue than medical marijuana. You can't be pro-life only in the womb. You must be pro-life cradle to grave. You want to protect the child in the womb, you have to be able to protect the child once they're out of the womb. If they're stricken with a disease and there's something that even has the remotest chance of helping, they should be given that chance. No one should suffer needlessly. And and as I'll I'll go off of that, suffering needlessly goes into our criminal – the criminality of marijuana and how in Texas we arrest 78,000 people every year, and 99% of those are for simple possession of under two ounces, and we cost the state of Texas $780 million a year, when we can't afford to rebuild our roads, schools and bridges
2: I would have so, to say that the uh, the pro-lifers would have to disagree with you, they they only care about the womb when, once that baby's out, they don't care if it's poor, if it's starving They they really don't care <laughs> <laughs> it's only it's only when it's in the womb that they really care. But
3: that they can't be like that. If we want change in Texas, it starts with changing people's minds on that. Oh, absolutely. Showing them they want to be pro-life, they have to be pro-life the whole way through. When you ha when you bring a child there and you bring them to a legislator, and that child has ten seizures in the office, and we only meet there for an hour, that shows it brings. It brings it full circle to these people who claim that they're pro-life, that, wow, I have to help the suffering. I can't, I can't just sit here idly by. I've had representatives say two weeks prior to meeting with me in public debate saying that Texas with medical marijuana is not a Texas that they want their grandchildren to grow up in. And then you bring a grandmother and her sick grandbaby, her sick grandchild, and you say, help me, and you show them what they're going through. It's very far and few between that, even in Texas, that they don't want to help you.
1: So what you're saying is essentially they've dehumanized the people who use this drug.
3: Say so again, you, you're a little, you you broke up a little bit.
1: So what you're saying is they, uh, they've essentially dehumanized people who have used this drug because that's the only way that you could view not wanting to help someone is that obviously that doesn't come up because you're not human or you're obviously a bad person if you're using this.
3: Uh yeah, that and the thing is I was actually 14 and oh taking families to go meet with representatives until I met a, rep- a man named Scott Turner. He's a representative in district 33. He is the representative for uh Dean and Alexis Bortel, a family. Uh, Alexis is a little 9-year-old girl who suffers from intractable epilepsy and has a red card from Colorado and is here fighting for medical marijuana. This man told her and told me and her parents that this medicine that that she has prescribed, that she is eligible to receive in another state less than a day's drive away, is immoral and he can't help her. He can't agree with it for personal reasons. Wow. For what, moral, moral reasons.
0: Hey, Max, what I'm not aware of this, um, but how many states right now have medical marijuana?
3: 23 plus the state, plus the District of Columbia. Okay. And the state of New York has passed the bill and has signed it into law, but they aren't distributing yet, so I don't count them. The Department of Health just put up the medical marijuana program website a day or two ago. Okay. But then on top of these 23 slash 24 states plus the District of Columbia, we have another nine states that have passed something called CBD only laws, which allow for their either medical marijuana research bills or they allow for oils high in uh, cannabidiol but contain no THC, which don't work for the majority of children okay. because you THC to work with it.
0: Okay. I, I was just wondering because now, have you, like I said, I haven't looked at the numbers on this. I should have. I apologize. But have you seen this grow more? Because I know you mentioned like you did the thing with uh, uh, Sanjay Gupta, and he was one of those who was anti-marijuana, and then he kind of like had his come-to-Jesus moment where like a year or two back – He finally came out and he did that special. Is that the one that you had a part of where he came out and basically said, I've kind of seen the light and I've seen the actual benefits of marijuana now?
3: I was in the second one where he did the story on the children in New Jersey.
0: Okay. So, I mean, people like him, I mean, he was prominent. I know for a while, I mean, Mm -hmm. he was even mentioned as a possible surgeon general. And I think like Jocelyn Elders, who is a, Uh, previous Surgeon General, she's just come out for it and you've had some other high up people in the medical world that have come out and said yes we see the benefits since that's kind of happened in the last couple years has there been a a, a faster growth of these states taking the medical marijuana have you seen that or
3: Uh, it i mean there's since then we've gotten a couple more states on board uh new york signed on since then i believe illinois as well and uh I, I just I don't see it as that. It's more a matter of getting beating it to the ground. It's not really leading any. It, I mean, it opened eyes to some people that were looking. But realistically, to legalize medical marijuana in a state like Texas, it's going to take a, a lot more than a TV special to make it happen. Yeah.
1: Oh, that, yeah. We know. <laughs> are you saying that the state's really red? Say again. I said, are you saying the state's really red? Because it is.
3: No. It's, <laughs> it's very red, but. And the majority, the thing is, uh, 23 of these states, the majority of them are very liberal states that legalize marijuana for medicinal purposes. Uh, places like Texas, Oklahoma, it's a very hard sell because it's, we're in the, the Bible Belt, and everyone's been taught dare, and they've been told their entire, they've been fed the reefer madness their entire life and they associate marijuana with meth and crap. They think that you smoke a joint, the next thing you're going to be shooting up heroin.
1: Also not in the day Michael.
3: It's been it's a it's a chronic cycle of misinformation given to given to the public fed by our federal government, our state government, fed to the citizens and we're fighting an uphill battle which uh, is all education and a lot more conceptions and preconceptions about marijuana.
0: Yeah, see, I was hoping, you know, when you start seeing more of the uh, people who are well-known in the medical society coming out for it, that that might be a push, but unfortunately, you're right. I don't I don't know if that has much of a, much of a, you know, it helps it so much, but um like you see now with like Colorado and Washington, the success they're having, especially financially, not having the issues everybody's worried about when they did the legalization. Now Oregon's about to put it through. Um, I mean, yeah, I was Yeah,
3: there's wondering- actually that are about Three states and the District of Columbia are about to go full legal. Oregon, uh, Cal- Nakara, Cal- Oregon, uh, Alaska, three st- uh, I'm missing one right now. There's one more. Alaska, Oregon, and Washington DC are both are all uh, all about to vote yes and pass recreational marijuana.
0: I was going to say, if it if the medical thing, which, you know, like we said, helping people doesn't seem to matter uh, so much, when you start looking at the tax revenues and stuff, and they see that funding come in, that could make a difference with these politicians.
3: Well, the thing is, Texas, despite all the movement we've had, uh, legalization is still not a 2015 topic. They still want to see legislators, Democrats, and Republicans alike want to see what happens in Colorado. I mean, yes, you make very valid points, all the money benefits and things like that. But right now, we need to first change our laws. We actually have some of the strictest laws in the country. If you get caught with any with marijuana in any other form, then you're facing an automatic felony of at least one year in jail. If you get caught with, uh, say, a brownie, they're going to weigh that entire brownie. You're going to get charged with an ounce, two ounces of concentrate or uh, concentrated marijuana and anything over. So say one gram of marijuana is up to uh, one to two years in jail. One, uh, one, uh, one gram of concentrated marijuana not in flower form is one to two years in jail. Then if you have two to four grams of marijuana, you're facing uh, two to four uh, two, uh, two grams of concentrate or adulterated marijuana you're facing two to ten years in jail. After five grams, it goes ten to ninety-nine. And then after uh, after a certain point, you're facing life in jail. So, the the fact is the you're not going to sell it. It's the fact that we're spending, we're locking up kids and giving them well, I'll try, uh, an 18 or 19 year old in Round Rock was facing life in jail for making some pot brownies. We can... We aren't going to see any tax dollars for medical marijuana, but if we decriminalize marijuana and turn it into a civil citation, we can save the state of Texas two billion dollars by or excuse me, one and a half billion dollars by the time the next legislative session comes around. And that will definitely change the the landscape of legalization the talks of legalization of recreational marijuana because they'll see the actual savings. With medical marijuana, it's uh, medicine is not taxed, so there's no tax. There's no tax dollars that will be coming from it.
1: You know, you actually hit on a really good point I want to bring up too. Um, just the prison. Sim- uh, I'm sorry, the prison system implications with legalizing this. So, you know, how do you feel this would affect just the prison system in general as far as legalizing it? Because at that point, wouldn't you have to let out? you said 78,000 arrests per year so that's a shit pile of people
3: the private prisons are our biggest opponent they have money they make money by imprisoning people and they have lots of money so when we're arresting 78,000 people a year they're making lots of money and they can they want to keep that going so they keep put they're funneling money into lobbyists to keep marijuana medical marijuana illegal to keep marijuana uh, criminal offense so the private prisons the prof- prisons for profit are one of the biggest one of the biggest hurdles we have to jump because they are actively against us.
1: You have no idea how sad that makes me to hear, but all right, moving it's on. It's
3: unfortunate, but there there are some there are there is light at the end of the tunnel. The the chair of the House Corrections Committee, a Republican, Tan Parker publicly came out to the Dallas morning who was in favor of decriminalizing marijuana and went into great detail as to why he feels that way. So there are Republicans that are thinking this at the end of the tunnel on this issue. You know, that's... And I... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I wanted to give a special thanks to Representative Tan Parker for his courage on this issue because... It takes a lot of the balls to stand when you're, when you're in a two-thirds, three-quarter controlled, Republican-controlled legislature to come out in favor of marijuana policy reform when it's not the most popular subject in Texas. So it took serious balls for him to do what he did, and I give him many props for doing it. And we need more legislators to be as brave as him and come out in favor of these common-sense reforms.
1: I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about the recreational stuff as well. Uh, now this part gets a little more philosophical and probably a little less to the point about marijuana, but, uh, uh, what's your feeling on just drug use in general and whether or not drugs should be legal or illegal as far as just a societal standpoint goes and, um, whether or not you should just be able to recreationally do any drug really.
3: Uh, that's a, that's a very slippery slope. Uh, I am, I feel that certain drugs, and these are the, these. Uh, what I'm about right now. These are the opinions of myself, not of DFW normal. Uh, I feel that drug usage should be a public health issue and not a criminal issue. Addicts don't belong in jail because all we do is create a cycle. And we when uh, we cycle and we turn them out, and they're out. we make them worse off than they were beforehand. I believe, Firm, I am am very against heroin usage. I personally have seen it ruin people's lives I was close to. I am absolutely dead set against heroin usage, but I am all for needle exchange because it saves the taxpayers money, it lowers the infectious disease rates, and it allows for a better quality of life for these people. That being said, I believe that the war on drugs should continue in a very limited fashion. I want to target people who produce crystal methamphetamine and produce crack cocaine and produce heroin because those drugs are drugs of death and drugs of despair. When we talk about drugs that aren't so hard, such as my, uh, mushroom psilocybin, uh, cocaine, uh, uh, make pills. I I mean those those types of drugs those should be handled by a, it should be a public health a public health problem and treated as such and not make them into criminals because all we was bring them underground and criminalizing it encourage the black market. Now I'm not saying that the government should be giving out heroin and uh, giving out cocaine and psilocybin. But I don't think that we should be ruining people's lives for drug usage. I don't partake in those drugs. I have no desire to. But I don't think that we should ruin, pe- ruin people's lives by making, making their own choice. If they're not hurting anyone, if they want to do uh, cocaine or mushrooms, they want to do it in the privacy of their own home, they should have the liberty to do that, I feel. It shouldn't be a criminal issue. I feel that we should decriminalize possession of small amounts of these drugs and treat and treat these things instead of wanting to haul them off to jail, giving them uh, an appointment to uh, a drug counseling class or something like that, harm reduction. Uh, there's so many different ways that we can go about this, but now dru- other drug reforms are so far off that we need to we need to get cannabis legalized and get the medical usage of it researched and legal first. So we can then look into the medical benefits because there are cocaine is still used in medicine today. It's an analgesic. There are medical uses. There's medical uses for psilocybin and ecstasy. They're show, they're doing research in other countries to use it to PTSD in marriage counseling. So I am very open to the medical benefits of these drugs. And I feel like we should be researching them and not creating criminals for people that are trying to expand their mind uh, or trying to heal themselves just because we have premonitions about it. I'm a libertarian. I feel if you're not hurting me and you're not someone else, who am I to tell you not to do something? So it's a slippery slope. It's a very complicated issue, and it really goes drug by drug, but – I feel as a majority that we should decriminalize possession and usage of other drugs and make it a public health issue.
1: Okay. Last two things that I have. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about since we did mention exact drugs. Do you have any ideas about uh, like what you would want uh, to lobby for or push for as far as, and this is specifically for marijuana, age regulation, motor vehicle regulations, amount sold, any sort of marketing TV regulations and, um,
3: additives. Uh, can you repeat those again? I'm sorry. you cut out a couple times.
1: Yeah, it's kind of not here too. It's fine. Uh, age regs, motor vehicle, amount sold, how much you can buy at a time, marketing and TV, uh, what you can and can't do there. And then additives.
3: Um, it would be a tie between additives and motor vehicle regulations because both are very important. Uh, Currently, some states, you can be a medical patient. You, can, you, won't, you won't even have medicated in three days, but your blood level has so much THC in it that they pull, you, pull your blood and they give you a DUI, and you haven't even medicated in days. But at the same point, I also care greatly about making sure I know what medicine is going into my body and to make sure it's pure and that they aren't using toxic additives. They're not using toxic uh, uh, fertilizers that they are making sure they flush their products, that they're not using pill-sick uh, solvents to make the oils and extracts and to make sure that they are purging everything correctly and make sure there's lab testing. So it's two very important things, but those are the most important things, I feel, to a medical marijuana program and, and in the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. But if you can't get the medicine you need safely and you can't drive, you can't live your life normally, the program is not going to work for you.
1: You guys have anything else for him? No, I'm good. You have anything else you want to promote? Any uh, new marches coming up or any events you're running?
3: Uh, Yeah, We are having every Wednesday night uh, in South Arlington, we have a night at the House Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, That's at 3610 South Cooper Street. It's just kind of hang out. We usually have about 100, 150 people show up. It's just you kind of hang out, get to know the board members, get to meet people. Uh, this Saturday at Lola Saloon in downtown Fort Worth, actually it's a Stockyards technically, uh, we are having our tardy Halloween party. Uh, we're going to have a couple costume contests. It's going to be a good time, big old party. We're expecting about 500 to 1,000 people. That's going to start at 7 o'clock. And, and also uh, we are uh, screening the culture high, which is...
0: Still with us, Max?
3: Uh, yeah. Sorry, someone started calling me. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the Culture High, which is going to be fil- which is going to be at the Texas Theater. Uh, give me one second, and I'll give you the exact date and time on that. That is November twenty-fourth at the Texas Theater, and we are doing pre-sales uh, for this on our website. Uh, dfwnormal.org or you can go to tugtugg.com <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that someone's calling me Not a big deal Uh so we have that and then we have our monthly meetings at the last the last Saturday of every month
0: And all the branches do these I imagine so anybody could go to normal.org as well and, and they can not, find Not
3: no not really not we not are so the much. largest We are the largest and most active chapter in the country. Okay. We just had 5,000 people march in downtown Dallas for medical marijuana and marijuana legalization. And we are one of the only chapters in the country that has events like this. Most of the chapters, we get 100 people. Can't get 100 people to show up to their monthly event, let alone on Wednesday night. Gotcha. We... There are other chapters in the state of Texas, Texas Normal, which is Austin Normal. They have uh, monthly meetings and monthly events, but it's uh, – there's other chapters throughout the state, and they have they, – they aren't as active as us, but they have events. So you can check them out, uh, Waco Normal, Southeast Texas Normal, te- Northeast Texas Normal, uh, uh, bleh, El Paso Normal. There's several other normal chapters, all varying in size, but – DFW Normal is the shining star of Normal Chapters. We are the biggest, and I like to say the best. There you go. <laughs> Not to our own horn, but. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, hey, thank
1: you for your time. I know it's, it's kind of late, but uh, I appreciate you coming on the show with us and talking about this.
3: Not a problem, guys. I appreciate you having me on.
0: All right, thanks, Max. We appreciate it. Not a problem. You guys have a good one. All right, take care, man.
3: And we're back from that wonderful interview.
0: I hope you could hear all that. And for you that don't live in Texas, don't even try and fucking show up at those meetings. Uh, Although, if you want, if you want, fuck it, call us, and we'll meet you there. Fucking get high together. Get high, Texas.
2: I have Wednesdays off quite frequently, so I might have to go down to Arlington.
0: Go down there and
2: I've been
1: there for a couple other meetings. They're pretty cool. Check some stuff out. There's (coughs) always. What time do they normally start? Honestly, it's like way... Because I work that night anyway, so I show yeah. up late. But I'm sure it's like 6 or 7. It's How long do they go? It's kind a of happy hour thing. Dude, everybody... 2? It, two, 2 in the morning. Oh, okay. I like guess the whole night. Oh, um, yeah.
2: So if I even work Wednesday, whenever I get off work, I can...
1: Yeah, you can hit up cause there. Because
2: I'll already be there anyway, so... Yeah, the, uh, the, the last time
1: I was there, there was like a, like a long-running poker game going on. People were playing ping pong. Obviously, there was a lot of beer consumption. hmm No other type of consumption. Yeah. Clearly,
2: yeah, there weren't just random people like leaving the bar for 15 minutes and then coming back.
0: Fucking plates with a bunch of cookies and brownies.
2: Man, I there was. I didn't have any of those, but there there was somebody in the restaurant the other day that you walked by them and you're like, it, oh, it, oh you're yeah, like the wall. Yeah. You're like, what <laughs> the fuck? Holy <laughs> crap! Like, dude, need to get some of that fucking body spray in <laughs> before you come in. Like, you're not
0: hiding hiding it too well. It's pretty damn obvious. <laughs> Box sucks. Hey, this isn't important to anything, but I pulled these numbers. I thought they were. You pulled a, numbers. I thought these were interesting from the people out there listening. Just because one of them have a two. There's, yeah, there's a few of them. Oh there. yeah. Wait wait
1: wait wait wait. <clears throat> Is there a seven? Shut the fuck up. Did you turn the two into a seven? So like. Everybody, He made the two grow. Fine. Huh? Blown. <laughs> we, we love all the people Number who listen to us.
0: The couple hundred people that listen to us, we love them. Yes, we am and, and let me tell you something. I'm proud to say a couple hundred as opposed to tens like it was in the beginning or single digits. But here's the thing that's great. So we've got people listening, but it's spread out. And the uh, hosting site we have keeps stats. I don't know if you guys ever look at stats. I know Boggs doesn't. So I, don't, uh, know I, don't. I used to. Now I just do well they no. revamped the system a couple months ago, so oh, now it keeps stats a little bit better so we could track like where we're getting hits and stuff. So I was just curious, you know, where we get the most hits. So I pulled like the top ten states and the percentages. And I and this isn't gonna be a top ten list, but I will let you guys each take a fucking shot at a couple states and we'll this see. Is
2: just in the United States. Yeah, just the United States okay. for this. Who goes first?
1: I'll let fucking him, because he's got Munchy a mouthful Mitch of food. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to go with... Um, oh, my God. Jesus Florida, Christ.
0: Florida is number no. three. Really? Ooh, wow. Hot. They, they love us <laughs> ripping on them all the time. <laughs>
2: wow. I'm surprised.
0: To our fantastic... Well, you know what it is. The people listening to us in Florida are like, God, we failed. All right. right. So
2: is, what, what, is, what exactly are we...
0: Just the states that we get the most hits in. Okay.
2: States that we get the most hits in. I'm going to go Texas, home state.
0: Texas, number two. Oh, no! I thought that would be number one. And I'll go through these for you guys, because this is amazing to me. California is number one by a mile. 48% of the people who listen to us really? are in California. Oh, I
1: Texas. mean, it is very liberal you know what? over there. But a- thank Ava, because she's from California. I
0: don't know if she spread it that much, because we're getting quite a few hits there, but I'll... I'll give her a little credit.
1: I'll talk to her about that. If I'll you just did, say Emma, you need to spread you our you around.
0: But I'll give her a little credit. So, we, yeah, but California, which makes sense because, you know, left yeah, coast. Yeah, it's very
2: little, little. Our home little. state
0: of Texas is only 12%. Florida, we get about four. Then it goes Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, Virginia.
2: Hmm, that's random. Georgia. That's really random. I'm
1: sorry. Oh,
0: Pennsylvania and Arizona. Uh, huh. Which is the very conservative state, which I think, I guess it's because they live in a state like that. And Probably.
2: Yeah. They hate it so much that they want to get any kind of outlet <laughs> that has some kind of like mind. Yeah. And, as foul-mouthed and vulgar as we are.
0: And countries, because we get quite a few. Of course, the United States, 83% is the United States. It makes sense, right? We do talk a lot of American
1: politics. Yeah.
0: I mean, you start listening, to, uh, then the next country go, Germany. Which makes sense because there's a lot of a uh, lot of expats that live in Germany, Americans, a lot of soldiers and stuff. Of course, also got, Ava, we got our buddy Ava over there. <laughs> the United Kingdom makes Damn sense, it. English. When we know we've got like Susan and some of the people over there. Yep. Um, Canada, Australia, South Africa. So you can see English speaking countries. Sweden, we got our buddy Roger. Give a shout out to Roger. Um, Japan, hey girls, what's up? Send me an email. Um, Argentina. <laughs> and the Netherlands top 10 list alrighty now I'm not saying we get a ton of hits on those last few now the first few we do like Germany and UK and Canada and stuff do pretty well I just thought that was interesting so if you guys live out there you know give us a little shout out I know we got our Canadian friends like our buddies uh, in the pod blocked who sent us a song that uh, Bog said fuck you guys I'm not gonna play it
1: I did not say that
0: no, but you basically did by fucking platform just yep. after pretty they, much said it. I told the boys that I'd have you do something if you gave it if they gave me a song and then I gave it to you and then you looked at it and you said fuck these bitches and I was like, Whoa, whoa, okay, man. Two
1: things. One, I never said fuck these bitches. Number two, I don't remember this ever occurring.
0: <sighs> no, we're not gonna do this again. We're not rehashing it. I'm just fucking moving on. Um anyway, fuck this. Goddamn, dude, I swear to Christ. Whoa. This is the worst fucking show ever. So what, you gotta give me a heads fucking up, goddammit. What are you talking about?
3: Shut to the heart! And you're too lame, darling,
0: you give the Second Amendment. A
2: bad name.
1: Wow. That was. Was that uh, pretty loud, or. Yeah. It was that was me?
2: Maybe I should have done some. Testing on that before I
0: Oh yeah it. For anybody listening out there For the first time We don't fucking believe In doing audio checks Or anything on the show Or we, editing We used
2: to And then it just dissolved And well It's cause I never could Really get a good audio check Cause you just sit there going
0: Titties Titties T- Penis Penis did it Tit it
2: That's why I stopped Fucking doing it Cause you yeah. never did A real audio check Well You know what And then Boggs Is like impossible Because he'll be like This far away from the mic And then he'll be right
0: up here On this And then he'll be like Oh well, the great thing about Boggs is the motherfucker. When he's talking, he's way off the mic. Then he starts singing. When he gets loud, and he should be off the mic. Then his fucking tongue is basically licking it. <laughs> like a penis. So like David Lee Roth. Like a fucking like a gun. Like the
2: kind of I'm
0: gonna do a segment on now. <laughs> like way excellent after the, excellent segue, the Michael. So like I haven't done this in a while. So I pulled a couple of these, and uh, these are all fun all the time. This is. We, this segment we do because Eric doesn't like talking about guns anymore, so this is a way to make fun of people who do dumb shit with guns. <laughs> As a warning, don't fucking play with guns. We can have a little fun with it, though. this, this still beat Eric down, but I don't give a shit. Speaking of Eric, Eric Staten unsuccessfully attempted to uh, reenact some fancy gunplay from the movie Tombstone. Oh. In the 1993 classic Western... Character Johnny Ringo elaborately twirls his pistol during a barroom showdown with Doc Holiday. You see that movie? I remember Boggs? that
2: scene. And he like twirls it upside down. Times. Times. Twirls that. Twirls there you
0: go. There. there you go. So you guys know. So Staten, he attempted the same stunt where about a dozen of his friends and relatives were celebrating the birthdays of his sister Renee and her twenty-three year old daughter. Oh, unfortunately, uh. The 50-year-old Staten began to his gun in there, and uh, as he attempted to holster the weapon, it slipped from his hand and struck the concrete floor and fired. A single shot struck his sister in the neck, and she died. <laughs> Happy birthday! Pew, pew! So, anyway... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes.
1: Didn't you know it was loaded?
0: Eh. That's details that aren't not important.
1: Eric... <clears throat> I'm just going to say this. We've had stories where people were jumping on a trampoline with loaded weapons. With their kids. This isn't even that bad. (laughs) Are you even shocked anymore? I guess not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Police said two Santa Fe County deputies.
2: Oh, this is going to be good.
0: Were returning from the transfer of a prisoner when they rented a hotel room in Las Cruces. The deputies went to Dublin Street Pub, excuse me, where they began arguing after drinking alcohol. Alcohol always leads to good things. We've learned this. Police said the argument escalated when the deputies returned to their 7th floor hotel room. One of them attempted to flee the elevator that they started arguing in, when all of a sudden Deputy Tai Chan, he doesn't sound like he's from Santa Fe. No, not at all. He fatally shot Deputy Jeremy Martin several times in the back and arms with a semi-automatic gun, <laughs> just to prove a point, because he's snoring too loud, I think. Boggs, I you just don't like know the f- what they were arguing over. Nah, they're just drunk. He just said that they uh, had too much alcohol to drink, and uh, he had said some insensitive things <laughs> <laughs> to it. I just like the fact that those two deputies that got drunk and just shot each other. Well, I guess one I shot was about the other one. Just
2: one that shot him. <sighs>
0: Moving on. I don't even know what to say to that. And off duty, I,
2: here's what I think happened. Okay. I think they got into the elevator, and he tried and to make a move on him. No, the one farted and then blamed it on him.
0: <laughs> what the hell was
1: that? Man, an alcohol and then, farts are the
2: worst. As he's like <laughs> exiting, laughing, <laughs> just, the other guy's like, "Motherfucker, you don't blame that shit on me." Pop, pop,
0: Well, I think the the thing that sucks the most is you think Tai Chan would have used karate on him instead of shooting him. So anyway, off du- <laughs> off-duty <laughs> probation officer. You getting this, Moggs? You paying attention? Is, is there a I don't even know. pattern here? Off-duty probation officer Thomas Zaldivar was practicing his gun skills at the bullet hole gun range in San Antonio when he accidentally shot himself in the Grand. Uh The 53-year-old Zaldivar was taken by medical uh, helicopter to an area hospital. Uh, he didn't quite make it, though. He died? Yeah. Shot himself in in the fucking dick and died. Probation officer. Deputies. You see where I'm going with this? And this last, one's not as, this last one's for all you uh, open carry people out there. Those two aren't fun stories. I just wanted to point out that this happens to trained, profes- trained professionals as well. Yeah,
2: trained professionals who know the dangers of these weapons yeah. and still don't give a shit and not, gun down their own fucking teammates not, not or sister. Much, not, yeah, <laughs> not, not
0: as much fun as yeah reenacting movie scenes around your family with a loaded gun, but yeah. still...
1: Lesson, kids. Hey, Bobby. Let's do that scene from the Matrix. You know what's even? You know what's worse? What's the worst part about that story is you just enacted it wrong because this guy was like fifty three. Is that what you said? Mm Hmm. He's fifty three, dude.
0: You think he'd know better? You
1: think he would be like eighteen and he was doing stupid shit and then he shot us? No, he's fifty fucking three years old. That's true.
0: That's very true. Look, Papaw
2: just had a little too much drink.
0: Papaw. And they, they killed started, old
2: Betsy They started talking about Tombstone ding, 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 he goes, Man ding, ding. that's my favorite movie
0: Watch me twirl this pistol I remember Yee-hoo. back in
2: the day I could I could do that little twirling action With that pistole And then he shot her in the neck hey, let, <laughs> let me get my pistole Did he ask her afterward no, if she was a longer? Just did. just to make it a little bit more fun I'm gonna
1: keep it loaded
0: He didn't shoot her in the neck He dropped the pistol and it went off and shot her in the neck So,
2: so did he ask
1: her if she was a longer? Is that too soon?
2: No. Okay. Here's here's what happened. So he got so drunk he forgot to put the holster on. Mm-hmm. So he actually did it perfect. Okay. But whenever he tried to holster it, there was no holster, and it just dropped. There you go. And then that's. Like, bump, bump. Yep, yeah. There's a story. I think that's actually so. Exactly actually, what he was blind sober and was doing it perfect, and he just, just made a miscalculation. Yep.
1: Just this guy. You know what? Let's not even like worry about him. He's good. Let's just pray (laughs) for him.
0: (laughs) To to (laughs) be (laughs) to be fair, as Boggs would say, it doesn't say that he was drinking, but it was a a party. Got any more
1: uh, wonderful stories?
0: Last one. This is my favorite one. Oh God. No, no, I just, the premise of this, I think you guys will enjoy.
1: Dude, the last two stories that you said, this is my favorite. It I didn't say that. One, hold on. Oh, a, or yeah, the, the first one was this little Indian kid who killed his mom and then had sex with a corpse and then in court said, <laughs> I guess I lost my virginity to a corpse. That was one that Michael said, I hope, <laughs> I don't think you're going to top this story. I did love it. was
2: really funny. He killed her and then he... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is hilarious. <coughs> that may be the best story of the year. The next, the next story that you said this is my favorite too was um, gift giving. So that was really fun. That may have been the most disturbing shit I've heard in a long time. I just like
0: when people are generous level. and want to give I just, I was
1: that. so, I was so nervous. I, I, just, I didn't know if I had it or not. So I just wanted to get it. What the fuck does that even? How do you?
0: What the? I don't. Why are you getting upset about? It? That makes perfect sense to me. Anyway, So 21-year-old William Coleman, a Gresham, Oregon man who is an open carry enthusiast. Mm.
1: Open carry.
0: Was standing and talking to his cousin when another man approached and asked him for a cigarette.
1: Cigarette, please. The
0: other man asked Coleman about his weapon, a Walthier P-22 pistol. P. He then pulled out a pistol from his own waistband and pointed at Coleman and said, I like your gun. Give it to me. I like it. Which at (laughs) point... He did like it. He liked it very much.
2: I like your piece.
0: (laughs) Whip it out and show to me. Which at that time, of course, Coleman did, as he was told, and handed his gun, open carry guy carrying his gun for protection, to the guy who held him up with another gun and watched as the man ran away with his P-22 pistol. (laughs) This is just more fucking proof. These people are like, I need my gun for protection. Well, your gun got your ass robbed, motherfucker, so how do you like that? I love that. I like that gun you got there. Give it to me, motherfucker. I just, dude, I just would love to have been on the street watching and I'd Been like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about fucking right. The only thing about that that I don't like that would have kicked that sir off enough notch is if he would have fucking actually shot the dude. Then that would have been funnier.
1: If you would have just taken his weapon and then shot him. Yeah, shot him with his Can you pistol. Ma- <laughs> that <laughs> that is pretty funny. awkward. Yeah, that would be. That's not really that is funny, Is that not though. funny? No, that's not terrible. Not funny at all. Sorry.
0: No, that's awful. Also. Let's go back to talking about Halloween candy.
1: Oh. The. I don't really like candy corn. I think. I'm not that big a fan of chocolate either, really. Like as much <laughs> of,
2: um, you know, a lot of the things that we've said on the show. and Eric's a huge fan of hard candy. Mm-hmm. Talking about. Um, you know, legalization of prostitution Legalization of narcotics You know, we're Well, Michael strays a little bit From me and box, but what? I'm very kind of uh, You know, very open-minded When it comes to the legalization of most things uh, When it comes to firearms the, the main issue that I have With it is Just like the point that you brought up it's, they, they claim it's for protection and all this stuff When really it's, it's more just A show It's just like the people that put a lift on their truck, that put giant-ass fucking black rims on it, and do these obnoxious things, and they never take it off-roading or anything like that. It's the same point. Like, they get the most expensive weapon they can get. They put a laser sight on it. They do all these modifications. They post all their fucking pictures on Facebook. Look at my fucking awesome fucking thing. And it's like, well, you're not... At that point, you're using it as a, a status statement. Like, you're not really using it as its intended purpose. And that's the problem that I have the most with the whole gun culture is that they do not identify them as a dangerous weapon that can murder people. They look at them as a fashion accessory.
0: Yeah. Like those assholes. It's not a
2: fucking fashion accessory. You dumb shits. It can kill people. Only in a moment's notice on accident. A lot of times as we've fucking proven on this show, you know,
1: and that's the thing thing thing. is, you know, now we have to come out and be really, really heavy advocates for holsters. Please, (laughs) please wear your holsters. Well,
0: the guy, yeah, I was going to say, the other guy had it in his waistband. That's a terrible place to put your fucking gun.
1: I'm just, that that's my main as far problem. As, if, as far as protection goes, too, they have the drop on you. That's the problem. He had the drop on him. Now you're stuck. Like the, It's just dumb. If they're going to attack you, you're not going to have an opportunity to do anything. It doesn't matter what weapons you have on the you. That's the thing.
2: If we allowed them to open carry, how many of these idiotic rednecks would run around with their fucking fancy-ass pistols?
1: Um you're forgetting something else. How many how many criminals would end up getting guns? Well, that too, but I'm just <laughs> saying like they wouldn't if be If you using were to legalize these weapons, purpose. only criminals
0: will have the guns. No, if you don't legalize them, then the criminals will still find a way to get them. That's the fucking talking point. You know how they'll get them? They'll come up and take them away from you.
1: <laughs> That's my point. That's my entire point. <laughs> That's a nice Thank gun. you for getting that 5 seconds too late.
0: That's a nice gun.
1: That's a great gun. I like it. I'm just going to get the drop on you. Can you have that, please? Thanks. Why am I suddenly, like, redneck criminal? I don't understand. It's.
0: Ba- I mean, it's like the dude, uh, That's
2: usually the go-to, like, idiot voice. The guy's.
0: Yeah. The thing that sucks the most about it is it's like the dude came up, asked him for a cigarette. The guy's all nice, gave him a fucking cigarette, and then he robs him of his fucking... Gun. It's like, dude, that's a dick move, man. That's
2: I mean, he's just cool. He well, just I mean, it, loans it's you a dick move, period, to fucking rob somebody, but... <laughs>
1: uh, mm. Indeed. Indeed. Who knows, maybe you sold that gun to feed his children.
0: I'm really disappointed in you, dude. You
1: know, that's a good point Eric brings up. What if
0: he got the gun to feed his children? Yeah.
1: Or what if he used the gun to rob a bank and then he used that money to feed his children? Yeah, Eric. Like, is that is that so bad now? Yeah, Eric. What Here's about the problem that? with that. What if he shot up three or four different people and killed them, but he used the proceeds from that robbery to feed his kids? Is he doing good or bad? Does it make it okay? Man. He's protecting his family. Protecting his family? I don't know that you could say that killing the bankers are technically protecting his family. Yeah, he's protecting them from starvation. There you <coughs> well, sure. Sure, there's ways. You know, this is the problem with uh, <laughs> this is the problem with morality, man. It's really hard to see all the... Once you have more information, I think most people start to come to the center a little bit. Because they're like, oh, we're humanizing someone now. Yeah. We feel bad for the him. Pro- I think the issue
2: is that morality is too individualistic. So the morality is based off of what is morally right for you. Most oh. people don't think about the community and what's morally right for the community. Right. They, like not they, shooting up the bankers, right? That's why... Like in that
1: scenario, you don't kill the bankers, right? That's
2: why you have kill rich people bankers, that are going to vote other rich people in office to try and make it to where they maintain their wealth more than the other person. Or if you're somebody who's poor, that's why you're going to try and vote people in that are going to give you some kind of benefit or help your situation that you're in.
1: Yeah, Michael...
2: So morality is, it's too individualistic. I'm sick and tired of the whole individual idea. Like, we're not individuals. We cannot live independent of one another. We have to have a community in order to survive. As far as morality...
1: We need to fucking understand that very soon. He said we need to fuck, and then I didn't hear the rest. Anyway, so as far as morality goes, uh, something that's really cool to look at are some psychology studies from, like, Piaget. You know who he is? No. He did an entire hierarchy of morality. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. Um, But if I haven't then basically He talks about like And by the way The most profound thing he found was Most people don't make it out of the third tier So Mm -hmm. I'm going to get to the third tier first And Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that The lowest tier is infantile morality Which is whatever mommy and daddy says Is right or wrong The tier past that is basically like adolescence And it's What? Nothing fucking hacky McGee Keep going the second tier is adolescent morality, huh. and they, shut the fuck up, you cunt, dick-looking son of a bitch. Go fuck a donkey. Whoa. Now, Whoa. The second Whoa. tier up I is just, know a donkey is. Uh, <laughs> there's actually one in the field outside of this apartment. i bet you, anyway, you know
0: that, don't you? I did know that, because I
1: thought it was weird that there was a fucking donkey in the field outside of a goddamn apartment in Fort Worth. Does
0: he sneak out at night a lot, Eric? I mean, he does I'm the, I'm the biggest.
1: I'm the biggest <laughs> homebody there is. The second tier is adolescent morality, and it's essentially what your peers think is right or wrong. Yes. You just try to fit into whatever clique that, that is. That's why so many people say, if you want to control your child, control who they hang out with. Yeah. Because that's how they view right and wrong is from what their peers are doing. Uh, the third tier is a little bit more adultish, but a lot of high schoolers have the same type of mentality. Whatever is legal is right, and whatever is legal is or illegal is wrong. Mm-hmm. So, And this tier is where most people stop. Yeah. They just, that's that's it for them. Whatever's legal is, is moral. That's f- completely fine. So, when you come in across somebody's, who, you know.
0: I love they, to come across people.
1: The little pearl necklace thing. It is kind of <laughs> nice. When you come across somebody and they they have like no moral opposition at all to alcohol and cigarettes. But they're heavily against marijuana, for <laughs> instance, right? The only reason that they really have is one's illegal and one's legal. And there's not really a moral basis for that. And it's really hard to build a moral basis for that. If you listened to the interview earlier, that's a very large reason why. He gave a shit pile of reasons why. But anyway, the highest tier of morality is an individual code. Because it's very, very hard. And this is the, an example of that would be something like, something's illegal and, or legal, doesn't matter. But your your response to this is, I don't care that it's the law, it's still wrong. Yeah, That would be like the highest moral code that you could have. And the thing that I've always found interesting about that is, for me, I think my moment when I kind of hit that, I was in high school and I was studying it and I was like, wow, that concept is actually, it's really neat and it's really um, mature as far as that goes. And you should have your own thoughts that don't necessarily conform all the time because sometimes society gets it wrong. So, I hate when you derail me. I really I'm not do. even saying anything. You you're of- looking at me like you're a little sick puppy dog, you I'm just, son of a bitch.
0: Uh, I need an example. Like, when does society <clears throat> get it wrong? Uh, marijuana?
1: Hmm. That was a
0: giant. So, marijuana move. is the biggest one you can think of, not slavery or anything like that. Uh, slavery is okay. a horrible, horrible one go. because
1: of the sense of fairness that Eric always Now we know how I think he's bog- thinking when the more like, of relative times. There I'm I am thinking <laughs> modern times. <laughs> um, uh, prostitution is another really large problem that's oh, been historic. They, man, a lot of the anti abortion laws that have been coming into
2: place
0: in oh, Texas. I don't know. Let's go back to prostitution. They really are getting that one wrong.
1: What? No, I agree. They they have that wrong, and it's making it dangerous for people to do it. Oh, yes, it's exceptionally are. dangerous to do uh, that. It is. So anyway, it you were saying, Eric? So wrong. Nope, that was it. That was a really yeah. As far as morality goes, that's <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments in psychology. Was just studying it like that, and it, it was the same thing with Michael Sherlock. I've said this before. When you put terms to things like that, and you can clearly define stages, especially when there's a lot of research done in that, it kind of opens your eyes up a lot. Okay. It's great. All right, I'm done.
0: <laughs> man, that was a lot of good information. He said all have food
2: needs to poop.
1: God, no.
0: Damn. Yeah, man, you know, I really, I wanted to do it last week and I was going to do it this week of the whole election thing, but I don't know. I don't really even care. No one, no one gives a shit. It's midterms. No one's going to fucking vote. The Republicans are going to keep the fucking House. They're probably going to take the Senate. Yep. Yep. Nothing's gonna get done for the next goddamn Nothing f- has been done. couple years.
2: The past f- I can't remember. I was gonna say <laughs> the
0: last four years since they took over the fucking house from the Democrats and Obama hasn't done shit since. Not all his fault. It's hard to get shit done when you have the people in charge. Um, That's
2: why politics is
0: bullshit. Yeah, so let's just all give up hope.
2: Yep, you should.
0: You know, I know I should I should get out and vote this time because I feel like it's my dude even though I know it doesn't really mean a lot especially in this state. In Texas, yeah, it doesn't mean shit. And, but I'm with uh, like Boggs. This is one of the things that's frustrating to me this time. Like I said, a liberal-minded person, I always just pretty much will vote Democrat about 90% of the time unless there's a good independent running because there really is no... I mean, I can't vote Republican. I mean, there's, I couldn't do it. I'd fucking kill myself afterwards for doing something like that. But it's so sad to me that like in these Senate races, I mean, the Democrats only have a few seat majority right now. And a lot of the se- the Senate races in these more conservative states where they're kind of having an opportunity to run neck and neck, like uh, Mark Pryor in Arkansas, that Allison London Grimes up in Kentucky and stuff, which she's not going to win anyway, but those that are close, it's fun to watch them all distance from Obama you know, I mean, like, he, fuck, I can't remember. Pryor said something really idiotic the other day. Um, Mark Baggage, um, he's uh Alaskan senator, Democrat. He's running, and he said that, basically, that Obama was irrelevant, you know. I mean, he, I mean, that those were his words. He said Obama's irrelevant because he's only got two years left and he can't get anything done. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, if he's got backup like you, he's not going to get anything done when you're out saying shit like that. That Allison London Grimes up in Kentucky, they asked her who she voted for in a debate last time for president. Well, she's a Democrat, so obvious she voted for Obama. But she wouldn't say it. She's like, well, it's a, you know, it's a, there's a citizen, it's a, you know, it's a private vote, I don't have to say it. It's like, god damn, dude, it's like, just fucking say you voted for Obama, you know, it's like, they'll, she'll get out and she'll, she's one of those too. She's like, oh, you know, I'm... I'm a big gun rights advocate, and, you know, the EPA, because it's a coal country area, EPA's, the EPA's regulations are too much, and I'm not on board with the president on this. It's like, I fucking get so furious with Democrats, because there's no such thing as liberal politicians anymore, and they all just run away. It's like, the one issue a couple years ago, you know, with the Republicans when they ran, when they won all these seats was... They all ran against healthcare. You know how they do all the town meetings and shit, and they're fucking death panels, and your premiums are going to skyrocket, and you're going to get kicked off your fucking insurance, and then you won't be able to pick your doctors. And none of that shit's true. Like, prices are falling. Uh, Well, they haven't fallen. I mean, they're still raising, but they're raising at, like, the smallest levels in, like, over a decade, you know, and they've got, I don't know how many more million people have healthcare now, and the system is actually working. And instead of running on that and saying, look, they were fucking wrong. This is working. We're... Goddamn, you fucking dick. <laughs> they're, they don't even bring it up. It's like, this is what all the Republicans ran on. Like, this was going to be the end of the fucking United States. And instead of turning that on them and using it, they're running away from Obama like the motherfuckers got Ebola. You know what I mean? It's amazing to me. It's like, I fucking hate Democrats so much, dude. I just, it's like, if I didn't hate Republicans so much more, <laughs> It's like, I fucking, we've got to get a third party in this country, dude. We won't happen. We've got to fucking do it. We need a liberal fucking party or an independent that's a socially liberal. I don't like the term fiscally conservative because that means trickle-down economics, which is the worst fucking thing you could possibly do. Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys. I really
1: just want an economist,
0: honestly. Dude, but that's the thing. Well, the fucking guy that came up with trickle-down, I mean, that was, um, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't think of the fucking guy's name. Big economist and stuff. Worked with Reagan and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, the problem with that is there's a lot of assumptions that go with it. But see, mean, trickle-down only works when it's going to work anyway. Does it make sense? But it, Trickle-down it, only works if you have a really strong middle class. And in that case, it doesn't fucking matter because you have a strong middle class. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: because we had a strong middle class, and then and it Reagan destroyed came in it. and started trickle-down economics, and it
1: wiped it out. That and busting <clears> up the union. Yeah, the union thing was a really big deal, too. It's like, but it, that's the point is, trickle-down assumes companies take care of their workers. And you, you're, you're either going to get it from Uncle Sam or, for instance, I don't know, Colonel Sanders, if you're going to go down like, the fast food chain. You know what I'm saying? You, one of the other is going to take care of the worker. Mm-hmm. Which one would you rather it be? Because you can't have, you know, no minimum wage or a really low minimum wage if companies aren't taking care of their... If, like, no one is on minimum wage, it doesn't matter that there's a minimum wage because we're all above that. Does it make sense?
0: Well, that's a nice utopia that'll never... That never happens because never happen, companies... never will
1: happen. Did you... I actually... I got into a heated debate with an old neighbor of mine over this on Facebook, which is, like, the worst possible place to have an argument. But, anyway... It was a picture... That's nah, the best. Everybody, everybody a loves
0: reading those fucking logs on Facebook. Of the ce-
1: yeah, no. It was the picture <laughs> of the CEO for uh, Papa John's, mm-hmm. right? And he's quoted as saying, uh, they, they had like a really big profit margin one year. And I think somebody asked him like, are you going to raise your employees wages or something like that? Which by the way, if no one knows, they cut like 30% of their staff anyway. Yeah. And he was like, we don't feel obligated to share any of that with our workers. And the whole the whole point of the meme was... Trickle-down economics busted right here. Like, it was just a perfect portrait of how this doesn't work. Because the assumption is, make the company profitable, they take care of their workers. That doesn't fucking happen. The whole second part doesn't happen. They just hoard it. Keep the money, yeah. They just keep the money. So, you know, and I think, God, what was his point? This is the thing that just blows my mind about conservatives, too. My, My neighbor was like... Uh, What did he say? He's like, I don't have, I actually understand his sentiment because he's the one who's taking all the risk. (laughs) So, and I was like, you're right, he is taking all the risk.
0: Well, here's the thing that people need to remember, you know, it's like, like I said, conservatives already have the House. And there's a good chance that they could take the Senate. It's going to be tough. I mean, if they do, it'll be like a seat or two over. The thing is, if they get in charge, nothing's happening anyway. We've heard, I mean, that's very apparent. But there are some things, you know, that they can really put a stymie on. The thing is, investigations—they can start. They have investigations all the time in the House now. They—they they basically been doing to Obama what they are doing to Clinton. If the Senate gets in charge, the thing is, if you have both houses of Congress, then they can start actually like they can do the investigations in both, and they can do impeachments and stuff like that. And they're so crazy. They've been talking about that. It's like. You want The last two years could be just like the last couple of years of Clinton where it's just investigation after investigation. Plus they have trade pacts, We had the thing with uh, Iran with their nuclear weapons. All that shit the Republicans have been trying to destroy. They can screw over all those um, treaties and stuff they've been working on. That can get fucked up. They've been trying to send troops into fucking Syria and stuff. If they take over both then you're going to have people like John McCain who's going to be running you know, the defense side and stuff and they're going to be pushing for war. And the fucked up thing is, I saw um, a poll uh, it was a few weeks ago and stuff where a lot of people are actually looking at it more positively, like because of the whole ISIS scare of actually going into like Syria and stuff. So it, that fear mongering works, man. There's so many simpletons in this fucking country. You know, it's just like. You just keep hammering it and hammering, it and you get the old watching Fox News and people who don't know any better, and they just hear it. Just like the whole Ebola thing. People freaking out about Ebola. It's like, okay, it's been a month now. One fucking person died. That's it. And he had it for God knows how long before they even discovered it. So, you know, otherwise, if he would have got caught immediately, I'm sure they could have cured him too. So, what's the problem?
2: Speaking of Ebola. There's yeah. this uh, company. I don't know if you guys know about it. Uh, it's Giant Microbes uh, Inc. Nope. <clears throat> they make uh, giant microbes.
0: <laughs> stuffed
2: animal giant microbes. Oh, interesting. And they are completely sold out of the Ebola one.
1: Uh oh. Because <laughs> people are trying to give each other Ebola. <laughs> it's on, it, it's on back doing?
2: order.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's giving out for Halloween. They've they've Ebola. sold
2: out of their small doll, the gigantic doll. And the uh, Petri dish toy.
0: <laughs> the
2: Completely out of stock.
0: That's kind of funny. That, I saw, um, speaking of like, the Halloween I mean, it aspect. It looks cute. It's, it's got a nice
2: little smiley face and everything. It's Ebola.
0: It, it, it's, it, Woody's explaining it the people who can't see it. It's a plush toy that's shaped like the little Ebola virus that you see on top of the little squiggly line. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> real, it's fucking awesome. I'm going to get that for my kid. He, I remember
2: seeing this website like a long time ago. And I just thought it was funny because oh, they, they had like influenza, and they've got like all these different uh, those fuckers microbes are so
0: happy that Ebola hit the United States. Are like, oh my God. yeah, <laughs> scoreboard. it's by buy stock those fuckers. So they, one of the, you know, it's the the best thing about Halloween is it's turned into like we were saying, like kids don't do it as much. It's more of a time of year where twenty somethings, especially women, just can dress like the biggest sluts they want. You know, it's and get away with it. One of the funniest costumes I saw, and is like one of the most popular ones, is from um, some company in England was selling the Ebola fucking nurse costume. And of course, there, it's, it would be a terrible outfit to wear if you're really trying to protect yourself from Ebola. There's a lot of skin showing. <laughs> <laughs> it really wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything. It's basically the mask and then like some fucking little yellow panties and some <laughs> little gloves. I mean, it's like all there is to it. It's pretty awesome. Um, speaking of, what are you, uh, what are you going to dress up like for Halloween bogs? You going to put on a little outfit and go, out I'm going to be,
1: yeah, I'm going to be a uh, zombie Chippendales dancer. It's hot. Take a picture, take a selfie and send
0: it to me. Snapchat. that fucking thing. I'll Snapchat <laughs> my doodle. God damn it. I'm done. I'm just wave it I- around on the camera. Go, for Michael. Whether the elections are in a little over a week and, uh, or a week from today. Is that right? I don't
1: fucking care. A week
0: from today? To, who fucking knows?
1: Anyway. The problem with, with where we are is, like, why bother? It doesn't matter.
0: I think so. This is my apathetic <laughs> me talking. Like, presidential elections, you know, everybody votes, so it does make a difference. I mean, your vote does actually count. I mean, no, maybe, it doesn't. Well, if we had a real system. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, in some states. Mm, no, it doesn't. Not in Texas, but in swing states, it does. Um. I mean, like I say, go back to 2000. Fucking Bush stole that election exactly. by like 40 votes. But um, so get out and vote on those. Everybody should be voting anyway. I mean, fuck it, At least that way. I know you don't believe it, but I always say vote and then you got the reason to bitch. Like, I don't fucking vote for that motherfucker.
1: Uh, No. <laughs> I think not voting is actually surrender But I'm okay with that right I'm very, I, I'm probably going to no, do I it No I think
2: not voting you had the biggest right to bitch Because all the other people actually did vote this fucking person
0: in But you don't have a choice Somebody's going to get in regardless So you might as well at least be able to say I didn't put that one in Where's W when you need him So I don't know I'm going to go fucking vote very apathetically For fucking Wendy Davis Even though I don't think she's that great But Better than the alternative. I don't know.
2: I yeah. think a no vote is a giant middle finger saying, fuck your system and fuck the piece of shit that it has become.
0: Go America. Yay.
2: Anyway. So All right, let's look this for shit for the rock opera next episode.
0: Yep, 100th episode coming up next. Uh, the whole th- We're just going to do it in one big fucking sing-song rock opera.
1: Rock opera. <laughs> Make sure to go
2: check out our friends. Man, uh, my hand's going to hurt like shit. Digital Frustrations. Digital
0: Frustrations.
2: Uh, we the Gamer.
0: We the Gamer.
2: Our Daily Outrage.
0: And them too.
2: Um, who are the Canada guys? Uh, pod Blocked. Pod Blocked. I need to check them out. Yeah, I apologize, guys. I, I need seen. to check them out.
0: Check them out.
1: All right, folks. We will see you <laughs> next week when we do this shit all over again. Bye! Michael's such a fucking Whoa. cunt. Keep it one
0: out there.